What was the stage where it really took off for you? So we had this ad running on social that went really well, which was like a good looking guy, muscles, tattoos, and a fucking nice flat. Yeah. Completely what people wouldn't fit with men's makeup. Yeah. Put that on Twitter and it went viral. Mm. And it, we trended number one in the world, mm. but it was negative. Give me an example of the negative impact. And the girl who worked for me called me, so I'm going viral on Twitter, and I didn't even know what viral meant. Yeah. I said, what do you mean? And I went, I looked at my phone, and it had like 100,000 views. And it was just like, this is a fucking joke, this brand, toxic masculinity, what a joke, what they're trying to do. Every time I looked, half a million, million, wow. two million. How did that How did that affect you personally when you f saw that? Hell, mate, I couldn't talk. But look, look on the flip side, what I've learned now, the worst thing about people talking about you your people not talking about you. Welcome to the Eventful Lives podcast. I'm your host, Dodge, and I'm the founder of Bournemouth Sevens, the world's largest sports and music festival. On this podcast, I speak to fascinating people who have all lived eventful lives. If you haven't already, do us a favour, press the follow button and check us out at Dodge Woodall on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube, where we've now had over 80 million views. After a bullying incident left Danny Gray with deep insecurities and an obsession with his appearance, he developed body dysmorphia, a condition that dominated his life. Danny shares his deep personal journey dealing with this disorder and how it ultimately led him to establish Warpaint a cosmetic brand for men. He then went on to pitch on BBC's Dragon's Den, securing investment, and is now on a mission to change the world of mental health through his website, Jack, Just Ask a Question. After this episode, I met up with Danny in London and have subsequently invested in the company, which is a breath of fresh air within the mental health space. This is the eventful life of Mr. Danny Gray. Danny, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks for having me on, Dodge. Appreciate it. Yeah, very much looking forward to this one. I loved seeing uh, your journey over the past three, four years. Let's roll all the way back. Where did you grow up and how did you become the founder of Warpaint and Jack? Um, so I'm Danny, 30, I've just, I'm just 38 actually, mate, last week. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. Um, thank you very much. Um, and yeah, I grew up in a little village called Chaffin St Giles, which is junction, near Junction 2 on the M40, Beaconsfield area. Yeah. I'm not sure if you know about that. So... Yeah, little village, um, bit of a, I don't know what, Jack the Lad as I grew up a little bit, um, like into my sport, like stuff like that, like school, I did like school, I didn't, mm. I think like everyone, right? I didn't like going, but I enjoyed it, mm. does that make sense? Yeah. So um, yeah, and li literally, I've always, in terms of family, right, my dad was, I don't want to say an entrepreneur, he was, but he was a bit of a duck and diver. Mm. I uh, always had stuff going on and he had a business. And so I'd always had that hunger or not hunger. You know, I looked up to him. He was my idol. Um, and yeah, he was, he was worked for himself. had like a small business and I just, I used to go up there and watch him mm. and literally wash him. What did he do? Him. He had a car business. So he sold secondhand cars, but he owned a, he used to do you remember, rank Xerox. Mm. So he used to sell their cars on their behalf when mm. they, so they used to buy them outright, purchase them outright. And then, he he would sell them on their behalf at the end, so he was selling like two to four thousand cars a year. Yeah, Damn. and he, he start he won. I don't know if I, well I can say this actually. <laughs> he got the contract when he was on his own. Yeah, like just he, he had a full time job. Yeah, met the person at Xerox, got on with them, and he was given this massive contract. Happy days, and that was it. Good mate. for him. So, and what was your what was your life like at school then, growing up? Yeah, good. Like um, I enjoyed school. I did like it. I liked the, the 
you know, your mates and going to school. Sport was massive for me, always has been. Mm. So I love the sport stuff. I didn't, I did quite well at school. I didn't, like, I'm dyslexic. So I found English hard, but maths and everything else like that always did quite well. Um, secondary school, loved it. Um, but again, when you're secondary school, right, you become an mm. adult. And I like that mm -hmm. a lot. And uh, a lot of sport, captain school football team. Um, enjoyed school but when I was my middle school I, I, the whole reason I started Warpoint is because I got bullied at my middle school um, and look when I say bullied I was someone basically took the piss out of my ears because um, I used to be right angles to my head um, just for a couple of weeks there was a few boys who did that and that just literally for two weeks and it stopped my sister made it stop yeah. basically uh, but that really impacted me um, and what happened to you? I've just saw you is that what yeah. they're not there yeah, yeah. Oh, so, did you have them pinned back, did you? Yeah, twice. Okay. They were that bad, mate. Okay. Well, <laughs> double bubble. Let's yeah. get <laughs> okay, no expensive. Uh, how, I, do they pin, how do they pin your ears back? It's interesting, actually, because yeah. I was 12, right? Yeah. So I was on the playground one day. I was actually we were playing football, and there was a few lads over there under a netball post. I can, I'm there now. Yeah. I can see it all, yeah. see what the weather was like. And they literally started singing the R. Kelly song, I Believe I Can Fly, flapping their ears. Basically, it means I can't listen to our Kelly now, which yeah, is a bonus. It's probably a bonus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you want to thank them for that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but look, it, like, I can remember as soon as I went yeah. home, I looked in the mirror and I'd never taken notice of my yeah. appearance ever. And look, when I was 12, I had girlfriends, I was popular. Yeah. And literally, when I was like, oh, they do stick out. And then that was it for me. Okay. Um, and then within, I know how bad it was, how much it affected me, because within three months, my mum had, um, had me booked in to have an operation on the NHS. So what they used to do, I don't actually know exactly, but they literally, yeah. they used to pin him to the back of your head. Yeah. So, but I was one of the first people to have the new type of operation where they don't pin them to the back of your head, but they slice the back of your ears and they, Is that right? they move them slightly. And then sew them back up again? Yeah, it's weird. Or they break okay. like the cartilage. Okay. I don't really know, but I... There was a girl at, in my middle school actually had their ears pinned back and it went, when I say pinned back to their ear, it was literally to the back of yeah. their ear. So if I'd had that done, it just doesn't look yeah. natural. But they didn't go back that far, mm. but they did. So it, I didn't think it was fixed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and then from 12 onwards, it's all I obsessed about is, is my ears. Um, so much so that like even when I used to go out, I, I grew my hair in front of my ears. My mates used to say to me, like, I used to sit there all night when we're out and yeah. just pull my hair in front of my yeah, ears. I didn't okay. know I was fucking doing it. Yeah, yeah. So, so what was your movement after school then? Did this did this whole thing carry on where you had the fear, paranoid about your ears, etc., in adult life? Yeah, so I left, I left school, uh, I got half decent GCSE results and I wasn't meant to. Mm. It's funny because when I picked them up, I talked my dad's over from America this weekend and he talked about it. He said, because when I called him up with my results, yeah, he said, uh, are you sure you picked up the right results? <laughs> That was his response. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, two A's, three B's, and C's and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, so he made me go to sixth form. Just said, look, you've got to give it a go. And I just literally, two months in, I didn't go to one lesson. Yeah. Um, and I walked out of class when I went to my first lesson. And I called my dad and said, I just need to start. But I always then was conscious about my appearance. And so when I got to 15, 16, you know, at time at yeah. school, you know, acne and stuff. But I didn't get acne. I got, got spots, but that was a massive, massive issue for me. I remember in my in my bedroom, turned to my sister and she gave me some concealer yeah. and put it on. I just couldn't believe it. What's concealer? What, like to, to blend into your yeah, skin Yeah, yeah, like to put on, um, if you've got spots, scars, right, okay. acne, it's okay. literally like, it's a thicker makeup yeah. that you can put on and you just dab it in and it, it disappears. Right, 
And so, how did that? How did that make you feel? Knowing I couldn't believe it, mate. Well, I can, I can, I can, it's like I can, a miracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah. I remember I was in my bedroom. She came in and did it, and I was like, "What the fuck? Yeah. Like it's gone." And then that was it for me. I just started using it um, just to cover up spots and stuff. But mm. then it, it it grew to where I used it more and more. But it didn't sort of fix any issues for me because my mental health gradually was just getting worse and worse about my appearance. So much so, so I was twelve years old, mate, is pinned back, and then left school at 16, started work. And by 19, from 16 to 19, it was really affecting me. Mm. 19, my mum used a life savings, two and a half grand. And I went to a private doctor and now maybe it's pinned back again. Well, were um, they, so after they had them pinned back, were they sticking out again? Yeah, still a little okay, bit. So yeah. But you wanted them back even further. Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't a case of, because your, your mental health can like dislodge the way you f- you think about things and especially body dysmorphic disorder which i suffer with which is an illness where you can obsess about minute details where you might not notice but they did still stick out a bit okay so i still have my hair in front of my ears and so anyway i got it done at 19 and you had to wear a bandage around your head mm. for two weeks i can remember i was i was so like excited to see it i was yeah. pulling the bandage off like this so eventually cool. i could fling it around my fucking head the yeah. bandage <laughs> So do you know what I did? Literally, yeah. my mates were like, come on, Dan, you're coming out. And I had yeah. to take it off on the Monday. This is a Friday. I was like, fuck it. So yeah. I just took it off. But my hair was all stuck to, my, to me. Can you imagine yeah. two yeah, weeks? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I looked and they looked at me. Like, yeah. to me, I couldn't believe it. When I got my hair cut short for the first Happy time ever days. on the side of my hair. What were your mates like? Were they all piss takers? Or were they, did nah. they get to a point where like, hold on, we've got your back here? Oh, absolutely. My yeah. mates have never been like that. Look, we have like, the word banter. Yeah. Like, and we have yeah, yeah, funny yeah. banter, yeah. right? But never about they knew I was conscious they'd okay. never take the piss. It was only literally the only people who ever took the piss out of my ears were those those no kids. Those three kids yeah. and that was it. I, I look, I'm not saying I'm hard or anything mm. like that, but always had you know, I was always in that group where you don't call it cool, but you yeah. know, people would put, wouldn't mess with you yeah. sort of thing or at school especially. But in my head it was just over. So and you over. mentioned that word body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia can be anything, can it? Yeah, and look, body dysmorphia uh, everyone's got it. Well, you've got it. Okay, oh, look, let me. Um, this is a bit weird, yeah, right? Yeah. As soon as I walked in here now, yeah. I know you've got it to a point. Body dysmorphia. Yeah. So hear me out. Hear me out. Go on. So look, you're in shape. You're always very well presented. Your hair's nice. Like you're tanned. Like you obviously look after yourself. Mm. That's because it's your. I wouldn't say you've got body dysmorphia, but it's almost a scale, right? Mm. People care about their appearance and do things to make them feel comfortable and confident. But what body dysmorphia does is when you've got that confidence part, then it starts overtaking your life, right? right. So it can be it can be obsessive. So yeah. you could get to a point and keep going and going and going until eventually up at this end of the scale, you literally can't leave your house. Wow. So imagine me, I would be, it would take me f- three hours to get ready. Mm. You know, I'd have four showers. I could be doing my hair for no word of a lie. When it was at its worst point, it took me two hours to do my hair. It would take you three hours to go out and night out of the yeah. land. And so imagine this, right? So the, I talk about this quite a bit. So three hours. What are you doing in those three hours? Literally just getting ready, changing my outfit, doing my hair, re-showering. My hair's not right. Like, <laughs> wow. why, like, why, I'm not joking. I could. <laughs> so this is how bad it was. I could do my hair, and this is all body dysmorphia. Yeah. So you obsess about stuff. You, this is like the the top end. Scale. Top top end. Right. Yeah, okay. Right at the top. Yeah, okay. So I'll do my hair, get ready. I'm like, okay. I'm good. I don't know mess about have a beer go back to the mirror and just go oh fuck one bit of hair that's it bang i could be back in there for an hour just fiddling with it wow and that's because of me getting bullied to about my ears then mm. you'd move on to other things so like my hair so like you say about your mates right the other thing that was a disaster for me was time time was a f- fucking nightmare so 
my mates, of course, your mates come around, right? Going out, and my mum's house where I was staying at night, it was always the place. Yeah. Mate, brains come, we're all getting ready to go. Well, they're all ready. I'm getting ready still. Yeah. They're pissed. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're waiting so fucking long. <laughs> um, and they're like, Dan, look, the cab's coming at nine, and it's quarter to nine. I'm like, fuck. Was that, that put you under stress? Oh, my God, mate. And, really? that, and then, because I wasn't ready, I know the cab's coming, but that's it for me. It doesn't, like, I'm not getting ready. Oh, I'm trying, but then you're panicking, right? Because time's yeah. coming and don't want to be late. And then when my mates, my mates knew though, they're not, they weren't ever like, hurry up. They were like, Dan, it's coming, hurry up, yeah. hurry up, but not in a bad way. And when they realized how much it affected me, one day, so my mate Obi was around and he's with my mum downstairs. And this is when I sort of, I don't want to say admitted it, but everyone knew I had yeah. this. I went downstairs, I said, mate, I'm struggling, which I normally wouldn't have said. And he had a beer and he said, don't worry, mate. He says, um, uh, the night's not going anywhere, take your time. And then I was like, fucking hell, got ready in 15 minutes. Yeah, um, okay, so he reversed psychology. That well, yeah, just said take as long you as you want. Peace of mind, say yeah. don't worry. Yeah, and that's, and that's okay. gradually how much my BDD affected me. Wow. So what was it? what were your movements then after school? So what, you're 38 now? What, yeah. were, what have been your movements before you got to Warpaint? So, uh, or the I, idea, tell me, tell me where the idea come about for wall paint. Well, I, I started wearing makeup properly from 16 mm. and I'll graduate, I wouldn't use it every day, but I use it going out and then I'll start using it a bit more and trying out on different products. And eventually I used it almost like daily, right? Even going to work, like, um, I've got it on today. So really simple products, using simple ways to even out my skin tone. So I just knew I wouldn't have to worry about my skin. Yeah. Um, so give me an example today, cause I wouldn't have noticed you've got Makeup on today. Yeah. Give me an example of what you've got on. So I'll put on, I've got foundation, but it's all, it's, it's really light makeup. And what's, found, got, what's foundation? It's a product you use just to even out your skin tone. Right. Okay. So I can get redness around here, around here, in here. Okay. If you get any blemishes, I just use a real light amount all over my all over my face, yeah. and I put a little bit of anti shine on, and then I put a little bit of bronzer on today. Okay. And then what anti shine does is it just looks at, gives you a matte finish. Yeah. Okay. And that's the thing for me with what I was was passionate about. Like when you used to say men's makeup, especially when I was twenty years old, right, talking eighteen years ago, people think eyeliner, lipstick, big bold colours. And what I was using it, saying, well, no one knows I'm wearing it. Mm. It's for me. It's not for anyone else. So I always had the idea about a men's brand from about 20 to 30. Mm. And brands came about and went, I was like, they're not doing the right thing. They're rebadging women's products. Yeah. They were using like, on their ads, they would be using a female um, makeup artist on a guy taking 45 fucking minutes. Yeah. I'm like, that's not how you, like mine's five minutes. Yeah. Really simple. And it's a great name, Warpaint. Warpaint, yeah, yeah. Which actually links to every sort of male, and actually it's not just makeup for women used on men. It's actually, this is a men's product with a really nice brand. Yeah, I like, I always think about it this way, right? So guys then go to the gym. Let's, let's think about it, right? Guys who go to the gym, I'd say, um, I don't know the facts, but eight out of 10 of them aren't probably thinking so they can live to 100 years old. Mm. They probably think, because I want to look in shape, yeah. so I feel comfortable and confident. People choose what they wear every day. When they go out on the night out, again, probably 99 out of 100 guys will pick a shirt, even if it's not fucking fashionable, shirt they feel comfortable in and confident, you got spots, so I can't do nothing about that. You go to the gym, but you can't do nothing about it. No, you've got massive spots on the end of your nose. You can't do anything about that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought of it like that before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. thinking. Like, oh, they yeah. moisturize or you can do all of this. Um, so I always had that that concept. But I kept seeing brands come out. I was thinking, fucking hell, they're getting much women focused and all of that. And then it got to 30. But just before that, I had a bit of a, a mental breakdown when I got to my late 20s because my mental health got worse and worse with my BDD. And it really impacted me when I was about 27, 28. I thought I was losing my hair. 
So I literally, I can remember I was working, I got in a car, I was working for a company at the time, got in the car after work, and I literally was in the rearview mirror and I went, oh fuck. And there was a gap here in the corner. Mm. And that was it. That was it. Two years. When I say obsessed about it, eventually it was every second of every day. Like I'm not exaggerating. Like that's all I think about all minute. What like every you'd look in the mirror constantly and feeling like I'm losing yeah, my hair, I'm losing my hair. Losing my hair, watching videos, researching on it. Um I'll be talking to you, looking out, thinking, oh, it's dodge. Oh, how much hair has he got? Right, okay, yeah, good hair there. Maybe it's like that. I'll look around the room and go, oh, how much hair has he got? Watching TV, I'll just look at their hair. Wow. Fucking mad, man. Wow. And then, it, and then uh, to the point, I'll get him a car. And I used to have different cars at the time. I'd, I literally would just smash the rearview mirror off because I could drive for an hour okay. and not even realise I've driven. And so, then, you're, so, you're, so you're driving, your subconscious is constantly telling you, look at your hair. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, all I'm day, do, every in day. The, in the rearview mirror, I'll be at work. I'll go, I'll go research. I'll go to the toilet. I'll be like that. And, and if you look at my hair, like I'm fortunate that like all my family have got hair and You're stuff. You're a good guy. Yeah. There's no, there's no... I've actually had a hair transplant. Right, but okay. right at the front, I didn't even fucking need it. Right. Okay, but... What, oh, in, the, it, what in the bit that you got paranoid about? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, give, me yeah. exa- give me an example. What you got? Just right at the front here. Yeah. But I got... When I went in there, this is how, much, how laughable it is, right? I went in. So just before that, so two years, it was just consuming. So I was going out on the piss, loads of drugs, like classic, right? Yeah. Getting away from it. I woke my mother and Laura up at four o'clock in the morning out of all people and just said, I can't deal with it. Mm. Like, no one knew what was going on that. Mm. They knew it was, something was wrong. So eventually that helped me. I booked him for a consultation. I went in there and the guy came in, top surgeon, Harley Street. He was mm. like, what are you doing here? <laughs> And you know that reassurance <laughs> a little bit. I was like, fucking hell. That's all I need to hear. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> no. But I went and had 1500, which is like the smallest procedure yeah. I did. And he said, yours is just cosmetic, by the way. Yeah. You're not losing your hair. So um, that gave me a lot. But I had it done. And that's when I decided to sort my head out a lot better. And uh, But then I had the That's when war paint, I was like, I need to do war paint. I just want to roll back a little bit there. Because you've got the body dysmorphia. You're playing on your mind constantly. And you're partying, using drugs. Mm. That's not going to help with your mental health. No. What sort of drugs were you using? Like party drugs. Party drugs. Yeah, nothing hard, but yeah. like party. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was, and I was going out every weekend, yeah. right? And it would be, and I, you know, when you do it at the time, I, I honestly didn't think it was. It wasn't a problem, right? Yeah. I wasn't drinking loads. I just, I was a weekend drinker, yeah, party boy, party On the weekend, boy. yeah. And it like ninety nine percent of the population on a hundred percent and yeah. then i would you know go out drink drugs yeah. and and for that moment you feel good mm. yeah but especially those last two years when all i thought all day every day was this thing i would stop thinking about it when i was out yeah. but then i'd get home next morning and you'd, or yeah. even that night yeah. on your own and you're fl- and it's 10 times worse mm. and that's why i went mother-in-law four in the morning mm. because i got to a point at four in the morning i was like and woke her up and this is the thing everyone talks about this right about mental health and drink and drugs and it isn't really a lot of the time until you stop it to yeah, realize yeah, and yeah. think and you know i think it's so fucking you know, it's cliche to get get away from it but 100 percent for those four hours yeah. i was life and soul you know suppressing the feelings isn't uh, it yeah and then they pop back up oh, again, next, a little man and, on your shoulder for the next year oh you know it's like the next day right yeah. when you had drink and drugs yeah. and then you you know you have all of that and then your mental health is just was there ever a point in your late 20s where you thought about, ever about taking your life no, I never got to that. I never got, but I'll be honest, like early 20s, my hair and stuff, I never thought about that, but it was bad. Yeah. But the hair, sorry, my ears, but when it moves on to my hair, 
it was. It, if I didn't do something about it, a hundred percent, it would have gone that way. Wow. Like I got to the point where I can't. You know, when people say like, "How about it?" I can't tell you. It was yeah. every second. Man, like as soon draining. as I woke up, oh, draining, exhausting. Did you have a missus at the time? Yeah, she was incredible, mate. Was she? she was incredible. She was the one who told me I bought dysmorphia. So I've been with Kirsty. You still with her now? Yeah, yeah. We've been together for twelve years, and she has body dysmorphia. Right, and it shows you how bad my body dysmorphia is. Is that hers? She told me I had it. Like, but you didn't know what it was. I know, I got fucking no, clue. Yeah. I was a young, like, yeah. I don't know, we got together, I was 24. Yeah. And she was like, you've got something called, B within a month, you've got bullies. When I, she got to know me properly, right? Because yeah. in the beginning, she'd only see me on yeah. a, a date. She goes, you've got body dysmorphia. When I read about it, every fucking box, mate, ticks it. Like, beyond belief. Um, and then I understood it. But like, well, I didn't understand it. Like, this is mm. why Jack will come on to. Mm. I was like, well, what is BDD? Just did a quick test. You got it. Didn't know what the fuck it was, how to stop it, what solution for it, what tips can I do, how can I maybe change. Didn't change my life. Mm. I just thought, oh, I've got this thing called dysmorphia, but I didn't know how to manage it. But she she was just incredible, mate. And to be fair, I was a fucking arsehole. Not an arsehole, never cheated, nothing yeah. like that. But, you know, going out all the time, and she yeah. was so supportive. But she was the one when I, when it, when I sort of crapped with my mother-in-law the next day, support me and Amazing. right, I'm gonna book you in for a consultation just so you know you're not losing your hair. This is what we're going to do, supportive. But she even says now, at that two years when I was going out, she was that close to walking a light and saying, Kirsty. Yeah. Fair play. Don't she'll get me emotional. No, no, no. Fair play to her, man. Yeah, she's incredible, mm. mate. She's incredible. You married? No, engaged. I ain't got mate, any fucking get, money, mate. Mate, get a ring on a finger straight away, <laughs> mate. <laughs> we're engaged. We're engaged six years. We've got two kids. Uh, right, uh, okay. Roman and Rudy, seven and three. So I do want to get married, but I'm going to have to pay for the wedding. And you know, women are like, mate, hey, go and borrow it. Get a ring on her finger straight yeah, away, yeah, mate. Yeah, I, I know, like mate. a powerful woman you've got in your side. Well, I've got to stop starting, starting businesses or trying to Just start Just trying to start. <laughs> <laughs> Borrowing more money, juggling, <laughs> yeah. money, juggling everything. You know what, mate? <laughs> It'll pop, mate. It'll pop. Tell me, so so where did the name Warpaint come from? Do you know what? I want to say it was a really amazing genius marketing idea, but it wasn't. I literally heard a show, like between those 25 to 30, heard a show and it was some woman that said, oh, I'm going to go and put the Warpaint on. I was like, perfect. Hell, that's it. And perfect. I knew that from five years before I launched it. Tell me the journey. What year was this? Twenty. I was. It was say, uh, seven years ago. So I was just over thirty. Yeah. And I was on the golf course with my best mate. And I've always been entrepreneurial. I had a bounce castle company when I was. I started yeah. bounce castle company when I was sixteen. Mm -hmm. Bought three bounce castles for nine hundred quid. Sold that. Car valet in business. You know, didn't work for my dad. Yeah. So I didn't want to do yeah, oh yeah. just my dad. Went off, got my own jobs, sales. And I literally on the golf course, my best mate says, Stop talking about a men's makeup brand and do it. And just, literally yeah. it was like someone flicked a switch in my head. Yeah. And I got off the golf course and, and that's how it's And did you ever did you have a pound note to put money straight into it? Tell me the journey of creating a brand as a founder and a CEO of a business game. I'm creating the brand, creating the website. I bought the yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. Tell me that journey. So I had it was you know talk about I talk about fate a lot of times. Mm. Is it fate, manifestation, timing? Powerful. I had a hundred percent, and I didn't know about that until mm. literally about the last year or so. Um, I had eighteen grand, eight and a half grand in one stock that I was told to put some money in. Yeah. Right. I won't say which it was because it lost a lot of money, and a lot of people lost a lot of money mm. that I know on it. Had it in there, and it was I was breaking even with it, and I had eighteen and a half grand. Just pulled it all out. Yeah. Two months later, that stock went good. Like, you know, me go, fuck yeah. it. No, I'm, actually, I'm not that now. Could, be. Yeah. yeah. So I had 18 and a half grand, had a full-time job, kept it. But when I got off the golf course, I, when I say I didn't have a clue what to do, I didn't have to start a brand, a website. So the first thing I did was call up my cousin who's a web developer. Mm. So I want to build a website, learn about Shopify. But then for me, it was all about 
building a brand. So I wanted to test the market first before I go big on it. So I literally bought product in from China. So I found out a lovely website called Alibaba, <laughs> <laughs> which is a fucking yeah. disaster in one way. But for me, it was great. So I just bought in some product, literally 100 units each, put a really shit badge on it. Really, it was like a Mohican man. Mm. It was terrible. Um, Create a really basic website, hired a full-time girl for not a lot of money a week, but she could do a bit of everything. She could design a website, she was very good, and she could run ads on social. So I got a basic website, cost me about 18 grand, about six months to develop it, put, put it live, and we made seven orders on the first day. I was like, fuck. Right, you know, social media ads, yep. we got some interest. I was like, all right, stop. For about another six months, I then went away and said, I wanted to create my own makeup. That's what I've always wanted to do, like formulate my own, everything from the packaging to the formulation, the pigmentation in it, um, sorry, the pigment in it, the, the smell. Yeah. I didn't want a fucking floral smell. So that took six months, had to, and then I've eventually found a manufacturer in the UK. Can you imagine all the, at the beginning, they're like that. Yeah, man. Not interested, yeah. like you got all the X amount. But opening order was 150, that uh, was 94 grand opening order mm. to make my own. And I was- Is that, that, is that what they wanted? Yeah. The UK manufacturer said, give us 94 grand. We'll to create you. these products. Okay. Yeah, because you have to have a minimum M MOQ, yeah. right? But the other thing I did, I was so anal about brand mm. that they were showing me some containers that you put it in packaging. It was all female, like see-through. But I was like, no, no, I need something else. Said, well, this is all we've got. So I free issued my own. So I imported from China. I created my own um, components. Yeah. Ship, which was a ball lake, a lot more expensive, but... That was a detail of the brand I wanted mm. to go through. Everything from the pipettes to the packaging. So you were learning off the cuff here? Yeah. Oh, Everything yeah. off the cuff. Was there no one? Did you have any mentor to go, hold on a minute, there's no. someone there, I need to talk to you. Who's the top person at that brand? I need to have a chat with you because I've got this business idea. I didn't do that. And do you know what? That was a thought that I made because I thought, I don't know. I just didn't, If I don't know if I didn't believe in mentors. Do you know what I mean? I wanted no, I, to learn myself at the time, but now I see the value. It's mm. unbelievable. I've never had a mentor, but I always go and find out who's who and ask them questions to get the information you need to go and do it Which yourself. I didn't do, which yeah, I should have okay. done because I fucked up free issue yeah. to begin with because yeah. <laughs> uh, it cost me more money. <laughs> but then I had to I had to raise some capital mm. because I didn't have that much money. So I got a family member, raised some capital, remortgaged my house and went go. And then I quit my full-time job in the September and we launched in the November of 2018. Yeah, mate, good for you. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Where'd you get the 94 grand from? Uh, I raised 125 grand with uh, a family member. They came in to a percentage of business. I, part of the deal was I remortgaged my house. Yep. So I put in 36 grand. Yep. That's all I could do. So that was your commitment. That was my commitment. And I quit my full-time job in September. Yeah. I was like, I'll, I'll be honest, I would have given everything. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm a bit like that. You know, and people, I've spoke to some other staff. I can tell you an all in. Uh, yeah. Everything I do, mate. Yeah, from I'm like, if, I, if I'm, it's good. <laughs> I'm not interested. Like, you know, when people say do something like oh, everything. Yeah. If it's the gym, I, I went for a gym for a while. I don't go to the gym anymore. Mm. Six months I went hard, mm. four times a week. Mm. And I'm religious. Mm. I think about going out to it now, but I'm not, I, ha I can't just go because that's it. I'm in. Mean, and I've got my missus who got yeah. to know that. I, I'm far, <laughs> like, so yeah. So, what percentage did your family member get of what? Um, I'm intrigued to find out what percentage. Quite a bit. Away. I gave away quite a bit. 20, 30? Roughly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And look, and at the time. At the time, it's well worth oh, it. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah, he took a massive punt. It was yeah. two of them, right? Especially and he's chucking in 120 or grand. 100%. On something. And like, I wouldn't be here today without yeah. it. So I don't think there's many people would have believed and backed it for that idea. No, no. But what I'll tell you what I did, which I didn't realize at the time. 
proof, you know, I said proof concept. Yeah. I think a lot of people now, you see these fancy fucking decks, yeah. got this idea, um, and the valuations I'm going to raise a million quid of 10 million quid for a yeah. fucking idea. Yeah. With, no, with nothing. It's mental, it's, isn't it? It's bullshit. Yeah. So what I did was that with my 20 grand, create a website, create a brand, sold, yeah. sold and short, showed the income and go, yeah. right, I've done this. This is what I want to do now. And this is how much money on it. I had everything. That's how much money is for the stock, right? And I did a really basic fucking uh, forecast. It was so funny. So I forecasted our first month sales, two grand. Bear in mind, it's me and a 90 year old girl in a flat in yeah. Watford. Yeah. So this is funny actually, right? So I worked in Watford and I commuted from Beaconsfield, 45 minute drive. So then I'm working for myself. Um, but the girl I hired lived in Watford. She didn't drive. So my commute got longer. <laughs> What fucking disaster! <laughs> so anyway, it's, me and it's all part of the story, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Me, I sold my car. Uh, so my dad gave me a Fiat Five Hundred um, that I, I drove around in, and nineteen-year-old girl in a flat in Watford forecast two grand and two grand in sales. First month we did eleven. Mm, nice. And picking and packing orders yep. in a flat. Got a little thing in Watford. Second month I said five grand. We did twenty-eight. Wow. And the third month we did 37 grand. Wow. And this is all still being made in the UK. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Fantastic. it got to the point where picking and packing the orders, and you know when you learn. Yeah, mate. I literally pick and packing orders. The first week is fucking amazing, yeah. by the way. Because you're like, oh my God, it's incredible. This is great, yeah. Second week, you're like, oh, this is painful. Fucking two yeah. hours. But then you've got to start thinking, I need someone employed to do that. And then you start eating away at your profits and it yeah. goes on and on. What was the stage where it really took off for you? So it took off. We, um, after a few, so three, four months in going really well, yeah. right? Selling lots of product, um, we put an ad on Twitter. So we had this ad running on social that went really well, which was like a look, good looking guy, muscles, tattoos, and a fucking nice flat. Yeah. Completely what people want fit with men's makeup. Yeah. Put that on Twitter and it went viral. Mm. And it, we trended number one in the world mm. on Twitter for a day, mm. but it was negative. Oh, so, I had a negative impact. Oh, toxic masculinity. It, I was on CNN News, mate, in America. Give me an example of the negative impact. Yeah, uh, so we put this ad out. And then I went for dinner that night. It was May the 9th. I know that because it's my sister's birthday. We 2018. Went out for yeah, yeah, we went out for dinner. Uh, 2019. 19 now, okay. And we went out for dinner. And um, the girl who worked for me called me. So we're going viral on Twitter. And I didn't even know what viral meant. Yeah. I said, what do you mean? And I went, I looked at my phone and it had like 100,000 views. And it was just like, this is a fucking joke. This brand, toxic masculinity. What a joke, what they're trying to do. I was like, well, I said, take it down. Yeah. And by, by the time it's fucking gone. Yeah, it's gone. Right? Um, every time I looked, half a million million wow two million how did that how did that affect you personally when you f saw that helmet yeah. i was I, I went out to take the phone call she called me like five times went back in i couldn't talk and do you know what it is you know when you're in an environment like that with my family my sisters had a couple of drinks it'll be fine dan yeah i'm not telling them what's happened mm. it's fine i'm like you don't understand yeah. uh but luckily but look, look on the flip side what i've learned now the worst thing about people talking about you are people not talking about you yeah and Absolutely. we got record sales so we were doing 500 quid a day a thousand pound a day we did 10 grand mm. that day so we had all this negativity but then we had personal people come to us to say i love what you're doing love your brand and it's a bit like a fight right i always talk about this there's 100 people fighting five people outside it's take someone fucking brave from yeah. over here to get involved with yeah. that so that happened but when i say we had press every press you could imagine but what it did people were talking about war paint but that was on a Tuesday night, Tuesday, the first I was filming Dragon's Den. <laughs> so this happened two days before you got into Dragon's Den? Yeah. And this is how bad it was, mate. I'm filming <laughs> on the Friday, on the, on the, sorry, on the, on the Friday or the Thursday, the day before I'm driving up in the evening because you've got to start six in the morning for yeah. filming. I'm pulling over on the side of the road to do interviews with America. 
Wow. And that made me make a conscious decision on Dragon's Den to open it up because I wouldn't have done it otherwise. Mm. Because what I realized, everyone was talking about the brand. No one was talking about my story because I hid it a little bit. Okay. So Dragon's Den was the first time I ever talked about Bully Small Fear and, and why I started it. And what was that experience like? going into dragons then were you nervous going on to pitch did you know you did you know the ins and outs of everything did they put you under pressure what was the what was the what was the journey like on there when they how many people said yeah we want to take this on what happened afterwards so i wasn't nervous about going on uh in one sense because i knew everything i mean i am a bit of a detail guy as yeah. well so i knew the numbers and look when i went on there i think we've been going for five months i've done 200 grand in this house you go, yeah, you, listen, fair play. you listen to Dragon's Den now, like how long ago? Oh, nine months, we've done 60 yeah, grand. Six, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I didn't realise, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I knew all the numbers. They grilled me at the beginning. Um, but... Who grilled you? Um, Theopathetus. Okay. Was he on your case, was he? Yeah, well, like, it's just funny bits, right? So when I first went in there, hi, my name's Danny Gray, I'm yeah. like, starting a men's makeup brand. It's like, a bit like you, tell me a little bit about you. Yeah. So I said, well, I went into cars. I said, oh, and he stopped me. Oh, so your car, and this is how he, he does it, because it's all slow, because yeah. it's TV. So you're a car salesman that wants to sell makeup. And I went, no, I'm actually a little bit more than that. Yeah. And that's my reaction. I actually yeah, yeah, yeah. said that, and he was a bit like, but then after about 20 minutes, it all changed. Um, who's the big guy? Peter Jones. Peter Jones, yeah. who invested it. Pete and Jones actually said, just turned around and went, it's one of the best I've ever seen. Da, 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 da. And then it was just brilliant. But I was in there for an hour and 45 minutes. And is it stop start when you're in there? No, it's no, just no. like go. For an hour and 45 minutes, the whole thing. Mm. By the end, I was fucked. Yeah. So I just wanted to do the deal. How, but, much, how much was it? And, what was um, the and this is the thing I fucked up as well. Because just before I went in, I lowered my valuation, which was ridiculous. But I did the deal, um, 70 grand for 12%. But so you can imagine this, like I did that, film it, and then three months later, it's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't know the reaction until it comes. I know it went well, because I got all five. But you got that 90 days of the fear of how they're going to twist the story. Yeah, or, yeah I had okay, all yeah. five. When I came off, though, I thought it went all right. So you got all five on board. Well, the, dire the director was crying when I came off. And I was fuming, because I thought it gave too much weight. And she was crying. She said, it's the best I've ever done in seven years. Wow. And then three months later, it came out. And it came out really, they made it look really good. And like the negotiation was mad. Brilliant. And then it trended actually. But Dragon's Den doesn't normally trend. It trended on Twitter the next day because I had no socks on. And it says, Danny, no socks for Brexit. And it trended. <laughs> it was about quality, I, quality right? And <laughs> That's like perfect. Could you imagine? I'm, yeah. in, I'm in with all my mates, like 50 yeah. of us off, like yeah, pissed yeah, yeah. up. I'm watching it and they're going, it's like a football match. You know, and they go, yeah, 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 And then yeah. at the end, they're like, oh, it's trending. And that, but that was me telling my story, Brilliant. you know. Well, it's from the heart, isn't it? Yeah, and that made a big yeah. difference. That shifted me with brand. It's not about the fucking products. Yeah, it's products the story. The it's the brand and the mission and yeah. what you're trying to do. Unbelievable. What was, the, what was it like afterwards then? Do you had five dragons on board? You say you gave away 12% for what, how much? Tw uh, 70 grand. 70 12%. grand. When so that valued us at about 600 grand. 600 solves, yeah. But when we, what, why did you lower the valuation before you went on there? What was the valuation originally? Uh, I went in at uh, 100 grand for a million. So I, I'll be honest, it was uh, someone just before we went on the 100 show. 100 grand for a million? What, 100 grand for 10%, what percent? Okay, 10%, 10%, 10%, 10% for a million. Okay. Which now you look at it, it's a great valuation, yeah. 200 grand yeah. of revenue. But just before we went on there, I was asked, you sure that's the right valuation we don't want to get taken away so that i made it who said that to you if we went in well people who around the show right, so okay. just falling in there right because that what they said is an amazing brand amazing you've got everything yeah 
don't, don't lose the deal on the valuation okay. because they didn't want it all to be caught up about oh it's too high valuation yeah. so it worked really well but i didn't go through the with i got tage levani and peter jones they're all fighting for it yeah went with them too but i didn't do the deal afterwards what was the process afterwards do you get do you have to come back the following day and you have to meet them or do you meet them straight after you shake your hands there and then i met them quickly afterwards one spoke to me and was lovely everyone blanked me who blanked you um the taller guy okay that's a shame. Yeah. So, um, so was the deal? Do you have to sign any paperwork after that, no. or was it like, well, we shook hands, looked then, each other in the eye, seventy grand for twelve percent? When would you come back and sign that deal? You have to do all due diligence. Yeah. Right? How long does that take? It can take three months. Oh, okay. So, because there's a lot of due diligence yeah. too, right? So we went all through that, but which I was like, I'm not doing the deal straight away, and they chased me and chased me and chased me. What made you not want to do the deal? Because of some, uh, being blanked. Good for you. So I just out, of, just out of disrespect. So I'm not, yeah, you know, I, I'm I was. I, I well, and that person might say otherwise, but I'll be honest. I was out. I was outside on the phone, bawling to my missus. Yeah. Imagine I'm emotional. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've put everything out, and it's gone well. Because if that didn't go well, by the way, Dodge, yeah, it got, it's gone. Yeah, the brand's agree. gone. I agree. And then that person saw me three times. Didn't even acknowledge me. It's a shame. Afterwards, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not having that. Yeah. Okay. So I'll be looking at it going, well, happy days. I've got huge exposure. My profile's raised up, well, put and you've not got the deal because it's not the deal I really wanted anyway. Well, four months later, I went and raised uh, with venture capitalists, and we valued at um, five point two million. <laughs> so. Mate, I love that <laughs> quality. So quality, it all happens for a reason, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, when they when they come in and they, what percent did they take for that five point two million? It was the, we needed we raised about a million quid. Yeah, a million quid. But funny enough, just before that, we were valued at five point two. Yeah, we talked about earlier, right? And then what hit the pandemic? Yeah, okay. And can you imagine that? When I, mean, I say the pandemic hit, two weeks before we had the deal signed. Yeah, okay. And then the pandemic hit. So and Mar like fair, this is March twenty third, twenty twenty, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and fair play to them. Yeah. Every, can you imagine then investments? Everything they, they stopped. Got the fear. Did they we, get cold feet? Or did they? Yeah. Still well, carry to, on? well, this is what hats off to them. I've never talked about this, by the way, actually. Mm. So hats off to them who were the, that main VC. They stopped every investment, every investment. The only one they did was ours, but it was just at a lower valuation. It was Fine. a bit of a pill, but I was like, about, and to be fair, thank you to them because they believed in the mission. They believed in you. But it was literally two weeks before the deal, yeah. mate, pandemic went. And I was like, and we've got, we've run out of cash. Yeah. Because like a lot of businesses, especially when you're selling fucking physical yeah. product, it's all about um, top line revenue yeah. and scaling and stuff like that. So that again, in terms of learning, and it was my, it was our, our only avenue. But I would have taken that all day long, two weeks before pandemic, and they still backed you. Well, well, look, in retrospect, you're yeah. like hundred percent. But at the time, you're like, well, it's only it might only last a month. Yeah, but, so we, we didn't know, did we? But I was a bit like, fucking, hell, I was a bit harsh. But I was a bit like you. I didn't, I did care. Yeah. But it was, it was. They still went through with it. Thank God. And did you? How did you feel when you got that deal? Because it must have been a huge safety net for you to go. The brand's safe. I'm safe. Yeah, it, it does. But dynamics change and yeah. stuff like that. And, you know, it was me before. And, and but they were very supportive. Those people who came in that VC and um, gave advice. Didn't really get too much involved. Met them every month. They were, they were really good. But they believed in the mission. Yeah. And that's the thing that it was about the mission. But then soon it does change to about profitability and, you know, what's your cat, what we were talking yeah. about before and diving into the numbers. So the business does change, but we were going at such a pace it needed to. Mm. So it's interesting, the whole VC. I've always stayed away from VC just for the fact that I never wanted my hands tied into anything. And there's a time and a place. And I understand why people do do that because it gives them that safety net. But 
how's how if you the, get the right one if though. you get the right one how 100%. does the dynamics change though because they come in and they, they sell you a dream and they give you money and they want that and put it into their portfolio how does the dynamics change going oh yeah we're going to help you support you to them going oh, the numbers aren't good what's happening the numbers i never had them ever turn no, the other okay. way like okay. i didn't go into a board with them and i was i was never i was never worried about them yeah like because they were so supportive and they would direct your numbers and the person I had leading it was always positive. Yeah. And even when they were saying something, you need to improve in that, they would help you and tell yeah. you why. So I learned so much. I can't even say, but look, there are a lot of VCs out there. And by the way, private individuals who yeah. invest in the business. If you get the wrong person or people who don't back the brand and don't understand it from a bigger picture, bigger picture because it's difficult for people investing into a business that invest and in you only see them once a month. Yeah. And then we're trying to help you or tell you to make decisions. Yeah. But they're, um, you know, as long as you get the right people, and I've been very fortunate, like I've done. But you're, you're a good front man. I don't think you're fortunate. I think you've got a really good uh, vibe about you. Thanks, I can man. see someone why they would want to back you because you're passionate, your attention to detail, you're a people's person, you're a numbers person. Mm. All the other stuff doesn't I, matter. I'm just, yeah, I can't fucking spell. I'm the same, mate. I can't give me, do mate, emails. Give me numbers and people and, and market. <laughs> you're away. We're the same, mate. <laughs> you know what I used to hate, right? You do, you do a pitch or a presentation or a meeting. And so I was like, oh, can you, can you just drop that in an email to me? I'm like, Bleh. I don't do it. I'm, I'm <laughs> the same. I run all my business off WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. All my Voice businesses. Notes, mate. Voice yeah. Notes. Um, but it works for us. Yeah, yeah. You know. So tell me the journey then. I'm intrigued. Have you got your own shop? Have you Are you sending uh, products around the world? Yeah. What, what, what's, what, what's it blown up to? We started selling uh, into the US. Um, we were selling... All over, we started getting retail. So we, I had the first ever men's makeup counter in the world in John Lewis. That went viral. I was on TV all over the place. Um, we opened Carnaby Street in London. First ever men's makeup Carnaby store Street. in the world. Okay. Yeah, I did all this. And you know, talk about brand though. Yeah. I didn't care about the ROI on it because yeah. I was like, I want to be the first yeah. brand because what I want to do is create, I'm not creating a brand, I'm creating a market. Yeah. So by creating a Carnaby Street that's in a, London. That's a great one-liner. I'm not creating a brand, I'm creating a market. Yeah. You're creating this. There whole was a market, market. there. Absolutely. But the I see was, it. I'm, what I'm not trying to say, I'm not creating a market like a, a product that's not there. The products there may not are using it, but I created like the the space and we started getting a lot of traction and like press, mate. We had a, we've had a thousand press articles. This sounds, I don't sound arrogant, but we've saved every press article because I was yeah. like, it's the history, yeah. right? And we've been over a thousand press articles, a thousand on the spreadsheet, and they're all tier one. And you've got no problem picking up the phone, being on the camera, da, 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 no, and no. everything. And do you know what it is though? Because yeah. talk about brands, it's I find it so easy doing this, mm. getting in front of any camera, because I'm not bullshitting you. Yeah. You know, a lot of salespeople get into yeah. well, a lot of salespeople get into a role and they sell a product they don't believe in. I did it for a while, right? It's fucking hard work. Because you're acting. Mm. You're acting with me, I'll I'll, I'll just go. Yeah. And I can talk about it and because I believe. Yeah. And if you believe in something, it's not a job, it's not sales, I'm just talking. Mm. And how long can you talk to a mate down a pub for? Mm. Well, especially when I was fucking 20, about 17 hours. Yeah, 17 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Six hours in his kitchen from midnight. Uh, to yeah. <laughs> but, so so that, that journey seems like a really exciting journey you've been on. I'm, I'm intrigued to where you've got it to today. And can you get to a point where you can step back from the brand that you've got at the moment to focus on your new brand, which is Jack, the mental health app. Absolutely. So like we've got an amazing team in at Warpaint and but the whole thing for me, what the reason I started Jack was because Warpaint, I was getting a lot of fanfare, right? Not that I'm celebrity, but fanfare from customers and people reaching out to me. Like I'd get stuff like guys say, it's incredible what your brand's doing. I, I love your brand, but I'm not ready to buy makeup. All right. And I flip that on its head and say, how many fashion brands out there get people messaging them and say, I love your brand, the ethos, what it's about. Don't like your clothes though. 
Mm. It doesn't happen, right? And then people are asking me for calls about mental health, saying you're trailblazing mental health, but I felt a fraud because I talked about mental health war pain, but that's not what I was doing. I think there's a lot of lip service going on in the world about mental health. A lot of celebrities, a lot of, a lot of documentaries all talk about mental health, but do fuck all about it. Yeah. And no sweat capital involved. And it, and I felt that. So, but then I, I had the concept of digitalizing people because I saw, because I was having calls with people with mental health. And the one that hit me was a boy, a lad, suffering with BDD. Mrs. reached out to me on Instagram and says, my, BD, my boyfriend just told me he's got BDD. Been with him two years. I didn't realize how bad it was. Can we have a call? So I had a call Friday night. I was having calls with other people as well. Friday night at home. And he's in fucking, he, on Zoom, out of all the worst things for BDD, mm. right? She sat forward, he's behind, and he's like that. Oh, sorry, like, if you can't, if you can hear, I'm just looking around awkwardly. Yeah. But he's literally like that. And he can't even look at me. He's in crisis, basically almost suicidal. All they're doing is asking me for information and questions about my journey. And I said stuff like, she said, I oh, don't get out, telling me it looks great all the time. And I said, I'll be honest, it's probably the worst thing you could have ever said to me. And he's behind going, wasn't his head. I said, because when I'm struggling, I'm getting ready. You saying I look great, even though you think you're helping. To me, it's like, fuck off, you had no idea what's going on yeah, in my okay. head. And she was, it was just like the penny dropped with her. And then I was talking about other things about time and da 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 da. And then what they told me is that he went to local GP because he's in dire. Local GP says, you've got body dysmorphia. You've got to see a specialist on the HES. You've got to wait 36 weeks. He's, he's suicidal, yeah. this guy, right? So I'm looking at it and I'm like, fuck and what's the problem at the minute with society all of that there's a lot of stuff out there for people who want to get better meditation here's an app to meditate here's go to the nhs here's some pills yeah. go and see a therapist 10 years is the average length for when people first feel something to when they reach out with mental health is that what it is 10 years ten, it happened yeah. to me mate didn't it I, yeah you know okay. my, it's literally that 10 years so that's 10 years of playing your well, mind and it and gets worse and worse and worse and what people do is wait till they hit crisis at 10 years then they go for support networks, NHS. And when they're here and you're in trouble, the road recovery is always longer. So people are waiting. And as much as this message is about, by the way, we need to talk, especially men, fuck me, we get it. Yeah, It's been banged on about for 15 years. Yeah. Uh, that message should be stopped now because it's embarrassing. Every documentary you see, it really annoys me. Oh, here's a fluffy life about a celebrity who has gone through something or someone has got... Okay, great. Everyone goes through something, by the way. Yeah. No one's special because you're a celebrity mm. you've been through something. Mm. And it gets to the end of the documentary. We need to talk. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. You know, how much is that going to help people? And the average length is 10 years. And then I came away and I saw this technology and I wanted to improve. I thought, fuck me. Imagine me able to go to one place. Because what's happening in the minute? People then go to Google. Mm. Yeah. Or do you know what the biggest search engine in the world yeah, is for mental health? TikTok. Yeah. It's fucking unbelievable, yeah. right? So people can search stuff and see some influencer talk about depression, take it for gospel. Yeah. I'm not saying they're all wrong. Mm. But I was like, where do you go at the minute? Go on Google. You get 3.2 billion hits for what is depression. And the top ones are all the ones that are paid. Top one is NHS. Yeah. Yeah. Click on NHS. Yeah. Text. And little paragraphs. Yeah. No empathy. What, all you've got to look at is social media. What it's gone from. It used to be Facebook posting on a forum. It's then went to Instagram. Mm. Picture was it now. Mm. TikTok. Short form content videos. That's what people want to digest. So come up with the concept. Imagine digitalizing these amazing doctors. But most importantly, people with lived experience mm. as well and put them onto a platform. I came up with the concept of Jack. And when I came up with a name, actually, I was thinking about this. I'll Just ask a question. question. So yeah. I was up, probably like you, right? I can sleep good normally, but when my head's spinning, yeah. Miss goes, fuck off, get downstairs. Yeah. So I was on my sofa. I came up with this concept, this website, and I was like, well, I need a name, a brand. 
And I went through loads of stuff and I was like, what are you doing? Well, you just ask a question. I'm dyslexic by the way. Mm. So I was like, Jack? J-A-Q, mm. that's how you put it. It's like Jack. So I got my phone, went on Google, uh, went on GoDaddy. It's available. Co, okay, of course what you do, shit yourself. Oh my God, where's my wallet? I've got it, I've got it. Where's bye, my wallet? Bye, bye. <laughs> so I ran, <laughs> I knew it would be like, ran, ran around everywhere, bought it, went back to the sofa, but then I was, then I was knackered, mate. I was fucked because it was like the, mate. I don't want to say the matrix, but you know, I could see it. Yeah. So I, I literally sat up, got on shop, bought Shopify and created a website. How it, exciting is that? Yeah, and then I called up a guy who worked for me who was dyslexic, yeah. Ash. And I said, if I say J-A-Q to you, what is that? And he went, Jack on you. And that was about two years ago. And then um, it's been two years of graft to get, because for me, that information, even our doctors who have been on the platform, the first three sessions you have with a therapist is not about diagnosis. Just, 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 just hold you there. How would you explain what Jack is to the listener right now? So Jack is a free interactive mental health platform that you can go and ask world world leading experts and people with lived experience, public figures about different questions on mental health. So this isn't when I say mental health, it's not mental health is conditions, yeah. body dysmorphia, depression, anxiety, stress. But it's, we've got everything on there from fertility to menopause to men's health, erectile dysfunction. But what we've done, and we've filmed these experts, and we've asked them between 100 and 150 questions. We've created our own technology. You can click through, and you can ask the question. Mm. So it's short bits of information. And we've got a search engine at the top, where if you type any question up there, it'll pull up any question we've got on the platform and feed it to you with these people answering mm. it. And what that does is short gives you the information you acquire from world-leading experts in a digestible way with empathy mm. and gives you the right information. Because the first three sessions of any therapy session is nothing about diagnosis. It's just information given. Because you know what happens? People shit themselves when they go to therapy a lot of the time. So doctors sit there, explain what it is, what happens in a session. You only take seven bits of information, yeah. come back again, I'm gonna tell you again. So that's why we've got all these world-leading doctors who, who have come on. Because they're saying, you, like, we don't, we're not a solution, but information. Yeah. And just finally, for me, it's not always about the people going through something, right? So again, so it's not it's, always about the people going through it. Is it the family members or people around you? Mate, my mum. Yeah. Can you imagine when I was 19, 20, mm. I used to come down whipping t-shirts off, punching holes in walls because I didn't know how to handle myself. My mum at the beginning, oh, you look amazing. You always, like, you look amazing. You always do. To the point where I'd come down and she would be like, Phew. like, just anxious, not being able to talk to me. She ain't going to the doctor. No. She ain't speaking to her mates about it. And that's happening today, on. by the yeah, way. Okay. So it's, we have as many questions about supporting someone as you going through it. So we've got the world leading doctor, like uh, uh, Janet, Professor Janet Treasure, OBE. She's the world leading expert on, on eating disorders. You can ask her 164 questions on eating disorders, supporting someone. And she told me the most important, this is an example. She told us that the most important thing is not the person going through therapy, it's the five people around them getting yeah. the right information to support them. Right, that's okay. more important than that person. Wow, that's powerful, isn't it? So it's the f giving the people around you the right information and so tools. they understand what you're going through. Yeah, like that girl who I spoke yeah. to. Well, don't say he looks, I just said it in a nice way. Yeah. Don't say you look amazing. Yeah, don't Maybe just tell them, just stop, have some time when they do. Mm. Fucking hell, mate. Information can yeah. change everything with mental health. I'm d and, and I remember when I got introduced to Jack, um, and straight away, when I went onto that website, I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is a game changer, 100%. Because of the way you present it, great videos, easy to easy information to listen to and read. And it's got everything there in a very cool way. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've ticked every single box on it. And what you said there, mate, cool, is that for me is the other thing with Jack. What is, there is lots of tools out there for mental health. There's lots of information. There's fucking, I think it's like 40,000 apps. too much. But mate, you go on yeah. them. Anyway, anyone listening to this who's got an, a mental health app, not that I know I'm saying I'm a guru, but if you use fucking stick men yeah. one more time and like yeah. uh, butterflies and a, a hill and a stick man walking up yeah. there. Fuck you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. They're all the same and percentages yeah. and... yeah. Stuff like that. So no one's using them. Utilization is r- ridiculous. So I wanted to call, create a cool platform because the difference is for me, I talk about Red Bull, right? Shit drink mm. for you. They market it really well. It became yeah. a cool brand. People yeah. are like, it's cool, cool, cool. Jack, I truly believe is an amazing platform. Yeah. If we can make a cool brand, can yeah. you imagine that? So I, this is where I wanted to get to. So two lads mm. at a bar mm. and one of them turns around to the other one when their kids goes, oh, I'm not sure what's wrong with my son. I said, but he's eating nothing. And when I'm at dinner with him, he won't eat nothing. And then that other guy knows about Jack. It's cool. He's got celebrities on there. It's yeah. well-known people, sports stars. Well, I just go on that chat, mate. You've seen it. It's class. Yeah. That is Done. the, that's, that's the talk. Rather yeah. than going, oh, why don't you send him to that real cool meditate? There yeah. isn't a cool meditation app. No. And, then, and that son's going to go, fuck off. Yeah. Not interested now. Or that dad yeah. who needs the right information. Yeah. So All we need is every single person to go onto that website once and they'd be hooked. Uh, and the thing is for me, it's not, I want it to be a place where you can share. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like imagine, because everyone, one person here, all the people who surround you, everyone, by the way, is affected by mental health. And this is the other thing for me, what I want to educate, the word mental health. I hate it. It should be mind health. Yeah. Or like, like be, something nice, because mental health, I sort of link it to when you're a school kid and go, you're mental, get in the corner. Yeah, or, uh, it shouldn't be that. I think mind health. And all of a sudden you'd go onto Google, Mind health. Okay, I'm just looking after my mind health. If you type in mental health, you're admitting to yourself you've got mental health problems. Absolutely, and this is the, but this is the problem, right? So mental health is everything. It's yeah. every minute of every day. It's it's everything from fucking hell. It's these conditions. It's like physical health. It's like breaking your arm, right? So you you go to the gym. People don't say, "Why are you going to the gym? Because you broke your arm." Mm. No, I go to the gym because just keep myself yeah. fit. Yeah. So why wouldn't this to change the whole thing about just come to this platform, send it to your friends? and use it as a point to get information and then make it relatable. And the thing is for me, it's all about this journey before that, you know, that 10 year, one year, two years in, don't yeah. care how much we tell people, they ain't gonna be putting their hand up straight away. I'm not sure what I feel like, oh, I'll tell you what, there's that cool platform I can just go on. Yeah. You know, that that's what we're trying to create, Jack. Yeah, and you're definitely creating that. What's the journey been like again? Because again, you've gone straight in and I can see that you're all or nothing. And I can see that you probably live and breathe this 18 hours a day, seven days a week. What's the journey been like for you to say, right, I've got the brand name. I own the website. I'm developing this. I've brought all the, the right people in. What's that journey been like over the last, what, three years it's been? Yeah, it was February. Uh, February was two years when I bought the domain name. But the beginning was tough, mate, because... You what know, year are we talking here? 2020? Uh, yeah. So okay. you've got a concept of an idea, like anything. So going back to this drawing board. So... First of all, we've got to build the technology. Then I've got that like, I use my like own funds. How much so, did you pump in straight away to say, right, I own this, this is mine. Now I've got to start getting the right people on board to pump money to this. Because I would imagine looking in, you're going to be spending one, two, three million quid on this to develop something of this sort of magnitude and 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 user experience and the class again it's test and learn right I yeah. did exactly the same so at the beginning to get it to a point where we launched the first platform i launched on the i went on the, we were on the one show to launch yeah. it um and it cost circa 100 grand 150 grand 
that I had to find eventually. And literally- To launch the website with some people speaking about mind health on there. Uh, yeah, to a, a basic platform. Okay. It only had three, four, six conversations on it. Only three conditions. Yeah. Really basic website. A lot of people helped me out with it. And look, I, st- I wanted to start it as a charity, right? And I thought I had to start it as a charity or not for profit because I thought that's what you had to do when you're mm. trying to do good. Mm. I soon realized that you can't do it that way. But And this is the thing with me with charities, not for profits. People who are trying to start them now, I think it's going to be very difficult mm. because I think there's been a lot of, Charities do amazing work, mm. unbelievable work. But what people are looking for now, would, especially what we're doing, right? The, the, the size of it, you can't do that by putting your hand out yeah. and asking for money. So um, it was, it, I don't know, it's about 150 grand, but I had to do, I had to do stuff like my father-in-law. I had to drive. I've never talked about this actually. Um, so my father-in-law, I needed 50 grand, yeah. like bad. Like in a day, father-in-law called me and he just turned around and said, um, he knew I was in, not in trouble, but needed the money. And he just texted me and said, Dan, just call me. And I called him and I said, like, I need 50 grand. Otherwise it's gone. And he said, I've got 53 grand life savings, 53 grand. And I, I, he said, I'll give it to you. And he went to transfer the money um, and <laughs> bless him because it was over 25 grand. Can only put one slot in. He couldn't do it. Yeah, so okay. he had to get in his, so the next day, he did it the next day, I needed the money the next day, mm. that day. So the day came, he said, I can't, Dan, nightmare, I've tried to do it. Bless him, he got in his fucking car, drove to Bournemouth, he lives in Bournemouth. Oh, he lived down here, does he? Yeah, yeah, and he's, he gave me his life savings, mate. Wow. And he just went, I said, I'll have it back to you by Christmas. What's his name? Uh, Pete Lyons. Pete he's Lyons, that's Kirsty's dad. Kirsty's dad, mate. And, mate, and that's just, more of a reason to get the ring on that finger, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. but, um, but you know when, when you, and he did it with, and he, did, he just went it's, my, it's all I've got what now. did he believe, what did he believe why did he believe in you so much um, I don't know I don't know just sometimes it's just I don't know mate just and that's proper people in it yeah, mate. just it don't matter don't, it's the, everything I've got I trust you in my life mm. didn't ask for nothing in return like, I mean nothing and he did it and he got me out of a hole, which would have changed. I'm telling you now, I would have changed everything at that minute yeah. if I didn't get that money. Yeah. It just changed. You know, when you have weight on you, mm-hmm. and in a second, it lifted. And then it lifted. And from that moment, I've realized when you haven't got that weight on you, what you can achieve, because yeah. loads of other stuff has happened since then. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Like meeting other people. It's just mad, mate. And then that was it, mate. It just, it just changed everything. What a legend he is. Peter Lyons. And Jim, he's down here. Yeah, mate. We've got to meet him. Yeah, he's a, oh, mate, he's a freaking legend. He's a character, well, is he? Let's yeah. get him on. Yeah, 100, <laughs> mate, he's got stories, mate. Yeah, yeah. He used to be a pro, but like boxing, like okay. proper, proper and all that. But not in that yeah, piece yeah, of yeah, rule. Yeah. Well, he loves stories, mate. Oh, yeah, salt the earth, gone. That's quality. So, yeah. so then what that gave you that injection and that gave you that freedom to then take it to the next level. What was the next level for you to say, right, I need some big investment now? Yeah, so then I had to go away and, and raise capital and I met like some people here and actually sat, actually sat here listening. Uh, Steve. Shout out to Steve Bolton. Steve Bolton. And do you know what? And again, about mission, Steve, when he met me, he's, he's mission led and he just bought into me. And do you know what he did, which which I've never seen before? He's, he sat me down for two and a half hours in a room and just asked about me. Yeah. 
buying, do you know what I mean? I want to know everything about it. Well, that's a special investor. Yeah. I, I, most I, of them would just want to know the top line and figures and numbers. Yeah. And Mich- and he believed in what, in what, w- what we are doing. And it was always this free platform for me because that's what Say that again. It was always a three platform. Free. Free. A free. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Always free because a lot of people build something and, it's, and that, that's what I didn't want to do. Yeah. It's free. It's going to be free forever. Let's get all the people on it and just give. Because do you know the other thing as well, mate? Like Warpaint or wherever you go, like Warpaint isn't, um, I haven't made any money from what mm. I'm, I'm not a millionaire, yeah. but Warpaint does have a bit of a reputation, especially in, in the cosmetic world as being a cool brand and done some cool stuff yeah. to change perception. Yeah. That feeling you get when people say thank you or like young kids message you or 16 year olds who've never wore makeup and wear it and said, it's changed everything for me. That feeling you get me yeah. is everything. And that's what I'm gonna do with Jack. The feeling like in an arrogant, in a, mm. in a personal way, the feeling you get from helping people Oh, fucking hell, mate. Mate, like, I get it, mate. I'm in, I'm in the events and festival world. Yeah. The feeling I get of putting smiles on people's faces for 25 and the years. Best, and having the best time of their best lives. Best time for of their weekend. lives for a weekend. Sold over a million tickets of people just having fun. And, and it's smiles on people's yeah. faces. That feeling you can't beat. You cannot beat that feeling. And I don't want everyone, anyone ever to take that away from me. Mm. You know, even bringing people together on a podcast and having these conversations, the feeling I get sitting on the other side as a host who freestyles everything, there's nothing planned. And having wicked conversations like this, that feeling's amazing. Yeah. And that's what I, 100%, and that's where brands now, everyone, chat GBT, uh, sorry, I'll say chat GBT, AI is going to change the world. Yeah. Right? Mo Gaudat was on Diary yeah. CEO. He's on my, he's joined my board. Mo Gaudat. Mo Gaudat. Wow. He, he invested personally as well. One of the only brands that have invested uh, what in. What a legend Jack. he is. Legend. So he's on our board. Met him loads of times when he's in Dubai. Good him. guy. Seems like a lovely fella. Love it. And the di- Did he lose his son? Yeah. Yeah, he's just some went into it for a routine operation. Uh, I think he was still at Google at the time, he was like COO, of Google. top man of Google, yeah. And um, he went for a routine four minute operation and didn't come out. How old was he? 20, I'm oh thinking 21. God. Yeah, can you imagine? Jesus. I can't, it makes me feel physically sick. And what's 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 Mo's mission from that? Wasn't it something about uh, to make a billion make happy, a billion people happy? So he he came, he's he looked because he's got mathematician brain, yeah. he looked at happiness as an equation. In it, it, when you listen to what he says, it's like fucking hell. It wow. makes sense. And you know, he read, he wrote some books that have been top sellers. He's been Diary CEO three times in the well-being space. He's like a, a messiah, yeah. right? Unbelievable guy. But he talks about AI. So where I am with AI at the minute, it's going to happen, yeah. right? That's everything's going to evolve. But what it's going to do is going to weed out a lot of shit. Yeah. So what used to happen when I was doing wall paint, what seven years ago, right? If a guy wanted, in a, wanted to start in his bedroom, no mission, just to, you know, you see these fucking ads that pop up on mm. Instagram. Oh, I created this brand in 24 hours and I'm making $5,000 a week. Mm. If you get hooked in by that, mm. that worked 10 years ago, a bullshit brand mm. front end. No one really looked at about the brand, the story. It looks great. Oh, product, you can drop ship out of here. It worked. ChatGBT, people are now going to be more conscious who they're buying through, or not ChatGBT, AI, AI. because starting a website in 48 hours and thinking that's a solution. It's all about the mission. And you have to do content, which you do, right? Prove the brand. And that's why I think stuff like Jack, or if you are starting a brand now, you can't short, short can't. Because people in, trust me, two years, three years are gonna be like, fuck that, what's this You've got to play the long game in business. You've got to have that 10 year mentality. If you haven't, you're gonna be out very quickly. And like you say, you weed out the the, the, the no knickers, the fur coat, no knickers. They go, they end up going. And I think AI will do, do will do that. Absolutely. Yeah. What is the business model behind Jack? If you're not doing paid 
Are you getting brands on board to come on board because it's a wonderful thing that you're doing? Yeah. So and paying you for the privilege of having their logos on everything that moves. So we, the free platform is completely free. Always will be free. We've got big doctors on there, well-known people, people do resilience and all sorts. So, but I'm going to monetize outside the platform. Yeah. Okay. So we're a full profit. We're going for B Corp certification, which I think is a new charity model anyway, because we're all mission led. It's all about the free platform. So we're making money. So we're just launching a workplace version. Brilliant. And we launched that in July. We've already got sold. A, well, look, I'll be honest. Before we even launched the product, I sold as much as we have done. It's incredible. There's going to be a big announcement next week um, by Booper. Big press release wow. for a big thing we're doing. Huge with Booper. So Booper will want to get behind you. Booper will pay you to to be part of your journey. Work to, yeah, a workplace product. So imagine workplace. You know the 10-year thing yeah. I'm talking about? 10 years. Uh, people don't reach out. Then up here, there's solution, right? So there's NHS, call lines, text lines, services. People get to this, then use it. So Same, this is the 10 years when you realize you've got a problem. Yeah. You're not going to act upon that problem until 10 years time. Okay. Same thing's happening in the yeah, workplace. Yeah. So workplace, there's lots of stuff a minute about well-being in the workplace. They put all these apps in up here, like on oh, meditation app, fucking app for this. Yeah. Utilization is four, average 4%. So for an app they put in, yeah, only 4%, 4 of the workplace. Okay. I'm saying it's the same thing. Because people up here, on year one, two, they're not using these fucking products. Yeah. So what we're doing is the solution to this end. That. It's all about information, but we're doing stuff on parenting, returning from work, menopause. We're doing um, diversity inclusion. We've even got a deaf person on there who can ask questions about what's it like to be a deaf person in the workplace. And she signs. Wow. You know, and all these things here. So people can... So basically we, you're covering every single angle there is you, and you want to catch people in year one, two, and three before and then, they get to year 10. And then we signpost the benefits. So Amazing. what we want to do is we don't want to replace these benefits. We want to enhance them. And people we've listened, we've already spoken to, I've said they've never seen anything like it and they want it. So like Nat West have signed up, Coots. We haven't even launched a product yet. We're not launching it. I, don't, I, I, I think whoever's involved in this, whoever invests in this, this is going to be absolutely enormous. Mark my, my words, I say that today. Enormous. But because the brand, how nice is it for you as the brand owner or the founder or the brainchild behind or whatever you want to call yourself to go and knock on doors or they knock on your doors and go, we want to be involved. Absolutely. And do you know what it is? Is that they all know I'm doing this workplace. It will do well. It will do well. But it is to fund this mission for yeah. this free platform. Everything I do, mate, because if I become a billion pound organization, yeah. I have, I, we have changed the world. Yes. That's it. And I don't think there's a lot of organizations who can say if they make a billion pound, they're going to change the world. I don't, because of course, you, people make billion pounds every day, mm. but not really changing yeah. and impacting the world. And I always, you know, I came up with a thing and I said, money can last your lifetime, but a legacy can last you forever. Mm. Absolutely. And I don't know, like that for me is a but and I want Jack to be, a legacy of like this platform that helps change that. And by the way, what we're in at the minute with mental health, yeah. you think we're at a bad point now, give it five years, mate, yeah. because the, you know, I talked about 10 year yeah. journey. What about pandemic? Yeah. What about cost of living crisis? Yeah. We haven't seen nothing yet. Yeah. Mate, I totally get it. Totally, totally get it. Where are you today and how are you promoting Jack? Um, so we've raised nearly 2 million. We've spent quite a bit of money on the platform, but when you look at what we've created, it's incredible for the money that we've done. Um, Anyone we out there, just hold you up there. Anyone out there, please just type into Google right now or wherever you are, jaaq.org. Just go and have a look. It's phenomenal. And you know what it reminds me of? What are the, um, the course makers? That Masterclass. Yeah, it was like Masterclass yeah. 
for, for, for mind health. Yeah. Can you not change the mind health? Yeah. I, I, well, I'm not now, mate, because you'll come. <laughs> we have to go business partners. <laughs> Shaking the cruelty. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. What? And like this. So you've raised, you've raised a couple of mil. Yeah. Do you feel that you're going to have to raise more? Have you got the forecast to say we need to raise another two, three, four mil to take it to the next level? How are you promoting that? So we uh, we're banking revenue now, yeah. and quite for our first year, we're going to do quite substantial for our first year as a tech platform. But of turnover of, of, of brands coming in and supporting you for workplace okay. and other stuff we've got on the outside, not this free platform, yeah. not commercialising yeah. that, but outside. Look, we could just carry on as we are, but I'll be honest, I think you get for me, I'm impatient. And not impatient, I think once you've got an opportunity. You're just a quick worker. That's yeah, and once you get yeah, an opportunity, get right, you can either keep going or you add fuel to the fire and we rocket this thing and um, we'll be looking to do that. Mm. This is really exciting space. Really, really exciting. How excited are you from war paint on a scale of one to 10, how excited you were there compared to how excited you are now with Jack? It's about that's like it's it's like you saying two kids, right? Yeah. So my old. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me which one. He's really annoying, <laughs> one, but I like a. I'll tell you what. The one that's ever well behaved at the time. Yeah. Okay, which yeah. one's going well? Right? <laughs> no, no. Look, wall paint was is everything. Changed my life. Um, I'm super passionate about it. I believe all I want is guys to do whatever. Not just makeup. Do what you need to do, yeah. even if people judge you. What that makes you feel good, yeah. right? And by the way, the people who judge you, are the people you don't fucking like. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Don't worry about them. So, but then Jack is. It's just, it's amazing. I can't. Do you know what? Can't put it to words. When I wake up in the morning, yeah. I, we can't. You know, do you know? What? I get excited for Mondays. <laughs> I get excited on Sunday night because I'm, I'm like, I want to get. Do you know what people say? What, what do people say to you on a Friday? Oh, good. Looking forward to the weekend. Of course, I'm for my kids, but I'm like, what? Why do you say well, that? Weird. Every day's the same. But we're yeah. we're fortunate. Right? Yeah. We're in the top one percent yeah. of. I can't. Every morning, I can't wait to get up to go yeah. to work. And as long as I've still got that, mate. I think you'll. Have, I think you'll have this for years, mate. Because you created something phenomenal. This is going to be looked back and people go, that is a life changer and a game changer. Worldly. Absolutely worldly. How many full-time staff have you got today? Uh, Jack, we're up to 14. One so, four. One four. Okay. Uh, we've just hired another couple actually. But if you think about this, a year ago, there was four of us. Yeah. There's four. And have you got plans to jump up to 18, 20, 22s? Yeah, yeah. Is there like a vision to say, right, we need a content creator? Which was Absolutely. Like is there... A, yeah we've got um like at the minute which is quite fortunate we're getting sometimes you scale a business the wrong way right you add bodies because you think that's what's going to scale it well yeah. we've been quite we've done it the other You're way which i've it. learned yeah. right is that we're getting more demand coming to us yeah. than we can output yeah. so we can make decisions but what we need to do is double down and capitalize on that yeah. and uh, and stuff so we are going to be looking to grow the team we are currently so like we do all our content in-house all the production Brilliant. all the videos um so we are going to be growing the business but this year is a very big year for us with the launch of the workplace product and and that's it mate if you get this year out the way you're away series a yeah like i'm not joking and i, I might sound really confident but i'm probably the most i'm not but yeah i'd never believe i still don't believe which is probably ridiculous because i've got people sat in the room with me but i shouldn't say this too but i don't think jack's gonna make it shut up I know, mate. mate I'll, have, I'll have hundred grand up. Well, not hundred grand. I have a grand with you that it's going to make it. <laughs> but you know, I guarantee I, you, I know. it's going to make it. There's nothing to worry about. But you just got to be you, and be the front man of it, and have the drive that you've got. And you're away. You got all the clever people around you. Yeah. You got your Steve Boltons. You got your your Johns. You got all these people around you to guide you and help you. And that's why. Just be a good front man. I, good with people. Good with numbers. That's all you need. Yeah. 
but and that's what you need in it mate and you learn that it's surround yourself with the right people and do what you're good at a lot of time i spend stuff on that i struggle with and don't enjoy if you do stuff you enjoy especially as someone who owns a business or as a founder you're fucking flying i spend. I know hard. what i'm good at yeah what i'm crap at i don't do yeah yeah because i'm not good at it i get other people to come on board to do it so it makes life like, i don't enjoy i don't want to do that stuff i want to do the fun stuff yeah you know don't get me wrong at the beginning you have to do it though, of course right? you got to do yeah. the lot to teach them how to do it yeah, but then yeah. they end up you want them to be better than you were or Definitely. better than you are where are your headquarters uh we're in gloucester place baker street um in town in london so like we've got a studio there we film at yeah they're really cool offices actually mate really nice but uh we're bursting at the seams at the minute oh, that's amazing and you've got some quality people on your on, on your platform i'd love to get some of them on here yeah we've got like literally some of the worlding doctors we've got like well-known people who've all gone through stuff yeah. right so like alistair campbell legend for depression uh david harewood the actor psychosis we've just done things with the rugby union we've got mark marcus smith on there who's like the hottest thing in rugby uh we've got footballers on there paul merson we've just filmed with him um we've got davina mccall's confirmed to come on like some big meetings like a load of people who people can relate to right because yeah. everything i want we've got people who you don't necessarily know but have got amazing stories like adhd and but they're great as well oh, it's not just about a face it's is not it? about the face but the face does help for what you're doing because right what you've got to think is that some people is to relate yeah so if they know that person sort of yeah. even from a distance and they think fucking hell what they've gone through that oh that's their story yeah. You've, you have that connection so yeah. that's why it's really important for us so but as crucially as well like we've got doctors on there from for everything mate for and we'll, it will only be adding to it mm. this is really powerful a powerful conversation i think you're an absolute superstar danny thanks for having me on Dodge. yeah really mate, I've, mate honestly mate. what you've gone through i didn't even know about body dysmorphia and all the stuff you're telling me about that just shocked me as well but i love your story of that year one something's playing in your mind that's only going to grow until you get to year 10 you've got to make a decision on what you're going to do and yeah. what you're doing is trying to nip that in the bud early doors and say here's a platform take a look at it yeah that's I all just, you need to do just, take a look at it you haven't got to tell no one type in what you want have a look at some videos and this may help and that's just quick that's why you know this thing everyone's saying we need to talk uh, we're not going to yeah and i just want jack to be at a place to say actually i do feel like maybe i might now speak to someone you know they need a prompt before yeah. just talking if they can relate and and sometimes it would flip it the other way you might think you're something's wrong like depression yeah you go on there the doctor's very like well you might just be sad mm. yeah so don't always jump to so it's all those little bits yeah. of things and that's that's what we're trying to do mate so yeah. fingers crossed wicked man danny where can people find you um jack i <laughs> know <laughs> uh, just uh danny um just put danny instagram. gray instagram linkedin is i've got quite a bit on linkedin that i do but i'll be honest my social i don't do enough which is yeah. as a founder i need to do but yeah find out reach out to us on jack as well um jack.org just message us on social if you want to get involved because the more we want to do is get as many sorry finally for me mate it's all i've never known the power not of network especially when you try and do something people want to do good yeah yeah well i'll finish it on there danny you're a superstar mate i've really really enjoyed this conversation in fact it's one of my most powerful conversations we've had in a 140 odd episodes dodge thanks so much yeah. mate well you're done mate good Legend. man nice one mate cheers i really enjoyed that